you ever wear cologne? No, I never wear cologne. I was like working with a guy today and I leaned over to look at something on his phone and I'm like, whoa, this guy smells dope. <laughs> like, <laughs> <a> cologne on. <laughs> I've never worn cologne, but like I would like to think that if someone were to check something out on my phone, they think that about me. You know, the thing about a guy who wears cologne is it says a lot more than just. What I is it suggesting? Co- I got cologne on. What does it mean? Well, the, it means I is, got moves. This is kind of what I want to know. It probably means I got moves. It probably means I got money. It probably means I got swagger. That's it probably thing, that's, mean, no, no. That's what you want to. That that's like a pheromone you're wanting to like emit. You know what? This is a better question. It's all of those things wrapped up into one, into a smell. Correct. It, 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 it drives the senses wild. Name one thing that the guy wearing cologne does not have. Now, there's a question. Now, name one thing that the guy smelling like taco meat does not have. <laughs> <laughs> Which guy do you want to be? Also, why do I have to smell like taco meat? Why does that have to be the other option here? <laughs> Because when you're standing next to a guy who's wearing cologne and you're not, you may as well smell like taco meat. Honestly, like there's no medium. There's no like neutral smell. It's either you smell like something (laughs) and oftentimes it's like a cologne to cover something up. Uh, Axe body spray introduction or you just smell like the thing you ate last more likely. (laughs) Yeah, because either it's coming out of your pores or off your breath. Welcome back to another episode of the Open Road Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Jeremy. I'm your other host, Calvin. Um, This is like Open Road Pod Classic, where we're just going to talk about our own lives, our own, um, you know, seeking adventure in everyday life. And I kind of sprung this on Jared, and we're just like, you know what? We both have something to talk about today. What do you mean you sprung this on me? I literally called you, and I said, do you want to throw down a pod? And you said, yeah. No, I sprung on you. I said, you, you got something interesting to talk about? And you're like, oh, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. I mean, by now, two years in, we are very good at talking about nothing for a long time. (laughs) Right? All it takes is a little whiff, and we're on to it. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've been following this podcast for a while, you know we're in the middle of an RV uh, renovation. We've been talking to a few people about what to do with our RV. If you still have some ideas for what we should do, we're kind of in what I would call the I don't want to hear them. No, no, no. I'm, I, I do oh, want right. to hear them still. I'm, I think we're in the perfect little holding pattern on the reno right now where things are good. We have a little bit of breathing room. We got a trip planned. Like life is good in the world of the RV. So we're going to not and really honestly, talk about it today. It is good right now. And we're in a good spot. I like that. I, I uh, set that up for us. Thank you, Jer. And I'm mostly doing that for your sake, Calvin. So, so you don't wow. feel this infinite pressure that I'm putting on you. <laughs> Since I've taken a couple weeks off of working on the RV, my whole life has just been opened up to all sorts of things. Oh. I've got my family back on track. (laughs) Like, everything's just coming up me. I was going to say, are you now, like, realizing that you, that adventure was sucking your ability to have other adventures? Um, no, not really. I just have, like, used that, what was that time, and and I've kind of just replaced it with other things that I put on hold. Nice. Nice. Namely, like I finally got all my firewood delivered and I've been picking away at that. 
I, I made a whole new firewood that. stash place in my house, working on that. Where's that? Got, um, it's same spot, but then I also made a new spot along the side of my house, against my house, by oh. the window. So it's just a little easier to bring stuff over. Yeah, much easier, and I can load more up. So that's kind of a new thing. Um, I started playing guitar again. That's oh. kind of new. Doesn't your son love that? He is infatuated with the guitar. Yeah. So he with his guitar. But then I got mine out, and it's this whole thing. So once I start playing, then he's got to join in, and he's all over it. So it's been pretty fun. He I loves it. it. I see it on I the like couch behind you. Like you're you're not lying. That's where it here. lives, man. It's like, literally that, there. Yeah, like I was just playing him when you called me. Really? Yep. So like in fact, you were kind of like, oh, what's this guy want? I'm in the middle of something. Yeah, my wife was just like being serenaded, like sitting cross-legged on the carpet. <laughs> like, yeah. Where's she? Called. Yeah, wow. Well, that's really special. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of fun and new. I didn't play guitar since I was like, probably like, I took like a five-year break. Well, and here's the thing that's really interesting is that whenever I saw you pick up a guitar and you actually picked up a guitar a bunch of times on our one of our first open road trips in the RV, like when we were Jordan and Dylan. And you I'm have this like, great ability to noodle on that thing. Right. It's because I'll tell you what happened. I w- was interested in playing the guitar when I was like 19 or 20 years old. Yeah. And I was working full time at that point and I just got lessons. I just signed up and took guitar lessons. And then one of the things that stuck with me from that is that he taught me all of the scales right. on the guitar. And that's like, I guess that's just how you noodle. Is it just, you know, doing scales? Yeah, and you're just noodling in a key, and you know which notes to hit, and it always yeah. sounds good no matter what. And, like, once I got that muscle memory and the memorization of scales, it was like Noodle City. Dude, I love your ability to noodle on that thing, and I think it's a great skill to kind of pick up. And in a similar way, I think I maybe said this on the pod a little while ago, back in June, I started taking some uh, piano lessons again with Janessa. Yes. And while right. I, while I forgot I, about that. Yeah, while I haven't necessarily kept them up, I do actually now have a piano in my place. And this is reminding me that I really should take just a half an hour every day to just sit down and tinkle away a little bit. Because I, I was pretty good at piano at one point in my life, and I know some pretty interesting classical songs. Uh, Go on. Interesting. Go how, on. How so? Like, well, interesting? Well, I mean, so I did my grade eight conservatory exam. So at one point I had a repertoire of like six songs and they're written by like, you know, these Chopin guy and this other random dude. And they were written in like the 1800s. Right, right, right. So that's just kind of cool to be able to sit down at a piano and rattle off a tune. How is it kind of it's a single man's thing to call where you live your place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my I don't place. ever refer to where I live at my place. You don't? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I over at my s- place. I think I say that all the time. Your place? Yeah. Your place in life. I would also say at your place. Yeah, okay, maybe. It's your place in the world. <laughs> it's my place somewhere. You want to know one of the weirdest little observations that I made as I was learning, relearning the piano? Tell me. Um, You're left-handed. No, not that, though it did help me become more ambidextrous. Um, I, when I was looking back at the old songs, I noticed a weird pattern between all the songs that I chose. What would that be? Are they in the same key or something? They're not in the same key, but they all have a really sort of driving triplet beat. So the one song is like, and then 
a bunch of the songs that I did never ever wanted to never wanted to learn to play are like these waltzy, more flowing songs that have like a little uh, more feeling. Yeah. So I like learned that yes. I chose all the songs that had this like driving, steady right. beat, which is makes sense because after I left the piano, what did I start playing? Drums. The drums. So it was very interesting. I was like, oh my gosh, little grade eight, grade nine year old Jer. Um, right, right gravitated towards something because that's kind of the way my brain is wired which was kind of weird to like look back on now huh fast paced i mean oh i'd love to dive into kind of like what the brain is doing there it'd be totally. so interesting to find out like why is it attracted to that over the other one which is still beautiful sounding but very different so different so that was kind of a fun little weird learning about myself as i reflected on my career as a pianist um the other thing too is i've been able to like pick up the vast majority of the songs really quickly i used to spend so much time playing them but i stopped right. when i was like almost 15 yeah 15 i'm like 27 now so it was weird the way it came back that's a long time that's a long time yeah i had the same thing so i didn't play for like five years and then like it was a little frustrating and at first but then yes. all of a sudden like the muscle memory just kicks in yes Yes. It's so weird. How does this happen? There's an adventurous That gives me great there. hope for like picking up things later on in life. You know what I mean? Where you feel like, I don't have time for this right now, but probably later in my life I will. Yeah. You're, it's not over. It's not like you're checking out. You know, you, you can kind of just put it on hold. That's a great point. Yeah. Th- I don't some... have any a good example for that right now, but I mean, hmm. Let me think about that. You just have one guitar. Well, the guitar. Yeah, I guess the guitar is another one. Oh, you know what's one that I've that I was thinking of especially? Uh I really like driving and I really like driving like kind of aggressively and fast. I'm like t- especially talking to Kyle Marcelli a little while ago is like Right. I will never be able to be like a race car driver. Why? Well, that's just what like I just was just the opportunity? Yeah, like it's gone. Oh, I see. Yeah, like you, but you think you could have that. But now the way we're talking, it's like, no, Jerry, you, there is a part, there is life for you where you could drive cars on a track or do something create like, yeah. Like no. I think you, you just, the only thing you lack is the obsession with it. Right. And then like a bunch of money. <laughs> no, but I feel like to, in order to do that, like it all kind of revolves around, you know, you're obsessed with this one thing and that's what you put all of your primary focus into. Yes. Agreed. So like y- you have a little bit of like aggressive driving skill. That's probably enough to get to the pro circuit. I would think the rest is just going to be obsession. Hmm. Interesting. Because then and you're I, just training and training. Yeah. And I think it, it again, just goes down to focus. Like Jerry, you could do anything. Well, that's kind of what we're saying right now. And is that super cheesy or is that totally true? It's one or the other. It's cheesy to not elaborate on it. <laughs> right. But I think we did enough preamble to get there that people could be fine with it. Yeah. No. Um, so anyway, the, that the musical adventure has been good. But is that is that what you wanted to talk about when we started this show? No, not at all. All right. Well, hit me. What adventure um, have you been uh, adventuring on? Yeah, adventuring every day. I mean, so like regular boring ass old Monday. Right. Um, and then I was, uh, I've been kind of for our work coordinating a bunch of new work um, for our new, um, a single product that we sell. We're making a, a website for it. So I've been kind of doing some work on that and I kind of hired the web designer and developer and then um, he and I agreed on photographer and some other creative directors to do some more work on that. So I spent my day doing that, which is kind of like, not my normal gig. 
So you're like diving into the kind of the world of marketing. Yeah, not really. Well, I mean, a bit, I guess. But like today was like the big photo shoot day. And so I tagged along for the whole day. Cool. Which was kind of fun. So like driving to all the different locations and, and doing that. Is this that for is this for the siding product? Yeah, it is for the siding product. So you were did you guys do photos in the shop as well as like on site where the product was installed? Yeah, we did in our like facility, uh, like all the manufacturing, and then uh, we went to like six different sites where we had done completed projects wow. and uh, went around there, and then had some models and yo these models, Jer. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. I'm intrigued. <laughs> so it was just like a fun day. Kind of fun um, if I'd ever thought of doing something creative like that in my life, which I had never really thought about. But I was like, hey, this is probably what it would be like. It's probably what I expected, to be honest. I love little adventures like that where you can quickly peek into someone else's world. Very get, different world than my own. Right, but also get a good sense for everything that they do. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's that's a good way of putting it. Got a good like overall sense. Obviously, not really because... I think photography is often overlooked as like there's so much behind the scenes with it, prep, and then also of course the edit process, right? Which I know nothing about, right? But but what I mean is now that you look at it, you're like, okay, here's all the people who were involved, and you know approximately what it took to line up those resources. Yep. You're now in sales, so you're like, what was it like for them to actually get this gig? And now they have to right. f- fulfill their promises and make me happy as the client, and blah blah blah. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was kind of neat tagging along for, like, I've done lots of, I feel like I've been a part of lots of weddings where I've seen professional photographers work and being the subject, Um, but then kind of being behind the scenes and kind of, like, I mean, I'm the guy paying for everything, so kind of directing what I wanted to happen was interesting perspective to be on, but then also, like, I had no idea of, like, how long this this whole process took. Right. Like, or would take. It took like a full, full day. And oh, I was dude. expecting like a couple hours. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. And then when you start breaking it down, you're like, oh, of course it took a full day. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I was right. just thinking snap, snap, move on. Snap some pics and get on with the day. Yeah. That's what I literally thought. How ignorant. <laughs> but I didn't tell anyone that. <laughs> Um, so you have some buddies who are, who are, who do that kind of stuff. Are you working with some of them or did you find someone from the city or dude? Also the hilarious thing getting put in charge, hired all my friends. Did you actually? <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, that's good. Like I know that I yeah. didn't know if you were, if, if you, if you would, or if you would yeah. like pit them against each other. So are you working? Like, are you allowed to say? Yeah. Like, well, I hired Jake Barkey. Yeah. I was, was going to say, follow. are you working with yeah. Barkey? Nice. Yeah. And then Benny Cox doing the, um, uh website stuff oh yeah dude that's so awesome i mean they're fantastic yeah that's really fun too that you get to do the work with them and frankly give them some business and support their families it's awesome yeah i think so and just fun day hanging out yeah that's really cool yeah see them work their magic that you just see on the gram you know right the gram now i am the gram so are you are they like um basically are you basically designing like a sub brand that'll stand on its own under yeah it's, the... a, it's already like kind of semi-developed but um, right. we brought ben in to kind of do work on that um, that's kind of his gig is brand development right well that's really cool dude that's a really fun yeah. adventure i like that was fun fun, it's, it's, fun kind of monday well it's especially cool in your everyday work like in some ways that we we have this podcast to be like 
okay, when you're not doing the nine to five thing, make sure you find adventure. And yet right. we probably don't spend enough time saying, okay, look, in your profession, you can constantly be learning. You can constantly be growing. You can constantly be testing yourself and growing and learning new things. Mm -hmm. um, and so to me, that highlights a really important opportunity that we have every day. Yeah. And so sort of, this is a good example of like, that's not, it's not really my job. Like I am, I am sales yeah. and this kind of got presented as an opportunity. Like, Hey, like, would you like to be a part of this and like yep. make the decisions for this? And I said, yes, even though like, eh, like all it is, is taking time away from me selling, from selling, which yeah. is like money in my pocket. But I thought like, ah, oh, this is kind of like, I think I'm like, I like these creative projects. This is a nice step away from my normal everyday routine. So this is like a nice side project for me to be working on and uh, obviously, you know, beneficial. But uh, yeah, and frankly, yeah, what is very it? It's glad, be, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes on a phone call, maybe 20 minute photo shoot and then we're good to go. Like how much time investment could it really literally be? Literally exactly what I thought. Like, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll just hire people to do this. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Actually, been, yeah, a lot of work. Oh, surely, surely. But I mean, that's probably even cool for you to learn in the context of this podcast because we've always yeah, been that's, wrestling that's what I'm like, saying is like, it's like how much who, work do we put in and what do we, what kind of work do we put in and on and on. Such a good like thing to just have in my tool belt as far as you know something else that I've been a part of. Yeah, I love I mean, learning. Maybe you will be able to finally pull your own weight around this podcast thing. Uh, I don't think it'll ever have to come to that. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully not. Oh, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Jared, go on. You were going to tell me, um, I sprung it on you a little bit, like, you know, I had a great day and then I'm just expecting you had an equally interesting day. So, I mean, this, this is either the most, this is one of two things. This is either the most boring possible thing we could talk about and then we're going to move on or there's yep. going to be something here and we can dig into. I am right now in the middle of a battle between two telecommunications providers to get my wife and I on new phone plans. Okay. Bell Rogers? <laughs> Correct. Bell Rogers. And I am... You want to just give me the quick skinny to catch me up? Well, I'm just pitting them against each other to see who can give me the best price, which is always like a fun adventure. I have heard that is adventure. useless. Well, I mean, I'm You're not So gonna... competitively priced... Well, here's the thing. I'm not going to put like too, too much time and effort into it, but right. I do like now is the time where I need to put in a little bit of work now so that for the next two years, I, I don't lose my shirt. Well, maybe I lose my sweater, but I don't lose my shirt because we all know mobile services are a huge rip. They are a huge rip. Um, but frickin' Rogers is just throwing all these credits at me for coming over to the clan interesting so they're giving me like three hundred dollars off of bill credits for each phone so that's six hundred dollars they're giving me another three hundred dollars for um leaving the competitor and then they're giving me another right. random one hundred dollars for some other thing and then Good they're giving credit. me a hundred dollars of in-store credit that i can pay, buy a phone case with Yo, a sweet phone case or a screen <laughs> protector. Yeah, correct. Or one of those things that hooks on the back for your fingers. <laughs> correct. You know, maybe uh, they also sell Apple pencils at the Rogers store, so I could get $100 off an Apple pencil. Yeah, that would be kind of a good waste of money. Um, that's, you know who's really good at this? Who? Chad. Is he? 
You should, yeah, he and his brother, Ben. Well, Ben kind of started it. He, like, spends his free time doing this kind of thing. <laughs> it's kind of weird, yeah. But he has all these little tips and tricks. Like, something about, like, asking or, um, like, getting them to give you a goodwill credit. They'll, like, call every three months and just say, hey, like, I'm a little customer. Um, and he'll get a goodwill credit. Interesting. And well, I've done it before, and, I, and I've got this credit. But uh, he, he really knows all these little idiosyncrasies of working the system. Right. And that's, again, what I'm learning a little bit. I'm trying to think, uh, you know, so there's you think about where you have leverage, right? So me at yes. Rogers, I have leverage because they're going to steal me from Bell. Over at Bell, sure. I have leverage because I'm going to bring my wife on and mm-hmm. they're going to keep me and I'm going to say I'm not and going you to Rogers. Oh, now, right, right. the thing I have at Bell, I do have the thing where they're like, okay, you're loyal and we want to keep you. At Rogers, what I heard from the guy was like, well, you're not going to be able to build up the loyalty like value until you've actually been here for like over a year or a year and a half. So Interesting. I, I get the leverage up front by coming over, but then I don't have much to work with over the next little bit. Hmm. So you have to make sure you're signing on to a good gig you're happy with. Correct. So then the other factors that I'm weighing is like my company pays a bunch of money. So... How much do I, um, yeah, like my company will pay uh, some money for my phone, but they won't pay obviously any for my wife's phone. So right. I'm trying to figure out how do I keep, you know, as li- as a big bill for me and a smaller bill for her. And then maybe we can share data or like, I don't know, it's all this, yeah, yeah, yeah. all this stuff. And I, I, Rogers, again, they threw so much money at me and the phone is like way cheaper there than at Bell because I, but they then obviously juice up my plan and right. I just got off the phone with Bell and they said they're going to have a, a customer loyalty person call me back within the next 24 hours, but that might be too late. It could be all over by then. hundred percent. Well, JR, keep us posted, man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only other thing that, the only other loophole that I'm able to work the system is, is to... You know, if you get the small business corporate plans, obviously you get different uh, treated differently. So, I uh, I need to see starting if my a business. Pa- well, I need to see if my parents will just give me the business number for there, so it is like at least half legit. Oh yeah, but, that I, but I just really half legit. But I, I just don't know if there's then like if there's like weird tax implications or like I I don't know any of that stuff. So I just need to you know see if they'd be willing to help me out to get me a good deal on a phone plan. <laughs> Jared, just ask them to pay for it. Honestly, could you guys just pay for this whole thing? And then I get double <laughs> reimbursed from my company. <laughs> just seems totally reasonable. Can you just throw us on the shop plan that you clearly Kay. have already negotiated? Jared, I was thinking about... Uh, great story. Um, and I picture you doing this kind of thing in the evenings. But we're coming into a season where I can only picture you doing one thing. And that's lounging in your dang hot tub. I was literally about to say, are you in hot tub season? Dude, you would not believe how nice it is to have cool nights. You're like, ooh, hot tub. I know. As as the nights get cooler, the hot tub is getting more and more attractive. And I've been bumping up the temperature. I was at 100 degrees for the summer so that you could stay in longer. I'm back up to 102. uh, Saving those last couple degrees for the winter, obviously. But... uh, yeah, Katie and I were in uh, two nights ago. No, Monday night, last night. We were in. We were in yesterday. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm definitely going to start using it more. Which is, uh, again, the whole point in having this stupid thing is making sure you're using. Well, it. Well, exactly, exactly. You got to be using it. 
I'd and actually, I had a couple thing. buddies over the other weekend. Uh, Brian and Trent came by, and we uh, yep. we we had a nice hot tub. And uh, it really, I, I mean, I've said this before. I'll say it again. It is so nice because when you're in that thing, technology is gone. It's just people. It's usually a little later. You've maybe had a couple drinks, and the conversation right. is always, always, always so good. So I saw an ad. Uh, I don't know where I saw the ad. But it must have been online, I guess. And it was of this house. Yeah. And it was just kind of doing shots around the house, like a family house. And it was like a video game controller, like just like flipped over on the couch. And then it was like a phone on a table and something else. And it was like, where are the people that usually inhabit these devices? And then it pans to, they're all in the hot tub. Nice. Whole fam. I was like, that's a good ad. That is a good ad. Right? Getting people away from their stuff and just like... Good old chill time in the tub. Yep. Yep. It is probably one of the things that I like most about it for sure is that there's just devices are gone, dude. I have been thinking a lot about this. There is like no silence in my life. Mm-hmm. Like even, and I have, true. I have like headphones for everything. Like right. when I'm, when I'm moving right. around, I have my AirPods. When I'm podcasting, I have these over ears. When I'm vacuuming, I put my in-ear monitors that I use when I play drums in to drown out the sound of the vacuum and still pump my podcast into my ears. When I'm on the lawnmower, I use those in-ears as well to drown yeah, out the lawnmower. Yeah. But give me, I do not have yeah. any silence in my life. So that's because I remember a long time, long time ago, you told me that you can't be left alone with your own thoughts. Well, this and is, this the is thing. probably it. I think we should be left alone with our own thoughts. Remember, we talked about meditating a little while back. Correct, Monday. I got through the rest of my ten, uh, take ten from from Headspace. Yeah, yeah. Headspace. Uh, but I didn't want to pay one hundred seventy nine bucks a year after the, after that. It's a tough buy in. Oh man, that's really expensive. There has to be a free app for meditation. Yeah, uh, it's that one that um, Is it Kevin Rose made. Calm. No, um, Kevin. Look at all. I'll text it to you. I forget what it's called. Anyway, but I've been doing that, and then the other day I was I was about to get the vacuum out, and I was going to find my headphones, and I'm like, no, vacuum in silence today. So I did that. I think I vacuum. have this like need to constantly be like taking in some sort of information or like learning. Like I know I, I, think, I have that too. I, I, and I was thinking about that because I think what I have a, a real fear of, I have a fear of not like learning all there is to learn. So that's yeah. Another thing that's kind of really ruined me for silent space has been Spotify. Oh, because yeah. Because I like will log on there, download an album, and then I'm like pumped to get into my car in the morning and play the album. Yes. So, and then, so like every spare moment, I'm like, oh, gonna go stack wood for 15 minutes. I'll throw it in. Yep. And listen. So that's, that is tough. I think it's something These just. Things that are just, so good. I know. They're, they're not great for us, you know given the quantity and given the zero control like there's just unlimited unlimited well that was the thing i was listening to this ad the other day that was like get apple music if you listen to each song you wouldn't stop listening to new songs in 400 years and that just depressed me because i'm like i want to know everything that there is to know out there i want to hear every song i know but then i had to think no 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 be present enjoy the moment you are fine the way you are you know enough Keep learning, yes, but don't, like, lose your mind. So, like, and if we look at kind of the greatest leaders of our time, they did that well, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, slotting out time for, like, if you look at kind of high-achieving individuals, yeah, I think typically they, they slot out quiet time. 
totally. and, uh, you know, time for meditation. Well, and that's, again, what I found really nice about the time in the hot tub when I'm just alone. I just, I do kind of use that as sort of meditation time just to let my oh. mind do whatever it wants to. Like there's all those different principles that I'm starting to learn about meditation where it's like, yeah, just a, let your mind think about whatever it wants to like, right. Do the body scan from head to toe. Think about how you're right. feeling. And, you know, I always find like there's this like tightness that you start to notice and you're like, yeah, that would be good to get rid of that. So I don't know. I think we've talked about silence before in meditation and we definitely talked about it with Liz, um, Liz Clark, but, uh, it's something to kind of remember, I think, as we head into uh, a busy fall. Well, and that's right. And the, and the other thing to kind of what I kept coming back to with it is that it's often for people a very new thing and you don't, it doesn't click in. Like it takes quite a while, I think, to really do it well. And it's not, um, it sounds like you're doing nothing, but I think it is quite um, difficult to really get locked into that mm-hmm. and do it properly. Yeah. Well, and I think the thing to remember is what we talked about earlier. It's not too late to learn. Oh, Jared, come on. Never too late to learn. It's to not read. too late to learn how to read or meditate. Um, so anyway, that's something to think about, I guess. Sometimes I wish, like, are we moving into a place where learning to, like, we're probably at the highest of literacy with, like, North Americans. But now I think we're probably going to start going down. See what my hand's doing? Start going downhill in terms of necessity for literacy. Now, are you doing a downhill or are you showing me your muscles? A little bit of both. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B, Jer. Ah, this is like that move where, like, the pheromones, it's a little bit of column A, it's a little bit of column B. It's doing everything at once. Sending a message is what it's doing. <laughs> Sending a message of sorts. All right. Well, before well, so we Jared, get as as we move into okay, fine. You don't want to talk about the future. You you love talking about this. No, you go ahead. Okay. As we move into the future, where um, we're getting more and more comfortable speaking to our devices, having our devices speak back to us for information. Um, like Jared, I haven't read a book in a long time. Dude, That's because I... I am getting information way better. Like just way easier, way more efficiently. I have read, I still like reading though. Okay. Yes. Here's what I have to try. I have to go to some random podcast and get my free audible book. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think what a book does is it, it goes much deeper typically than even a podcast. And you can get a book done in like four hours or something. Right. Or even eight hours. But like mm-hmm. I could be reading a book a week. I know. I know. A little trick, Jer, I've just recently got onto doing. I never used to do this. And I, I hope you don't do this to our podcast. But I've been hitting the uh, speed button I, on I really, my podcast. I have a really hard time with it doing that. I do 1.2. Your phone does 1.2? Yep. I don't know if my Apple does 1.2. I know it does 1.5, and that's just too yeah. fast for 1. me. 1.5 is too fast. I did 1.2, and that seems like barely noticeable. Oh, I would do 1.2. But on really long podcasts, I save like, you know, I listen to some podcasts that are two hours long. I would that. do 1.2 in a heartbeat. Apple better pick Dude. up their game. What what app are you in? Uh, that's on Spotify. Spotify podcasts. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um, before we wrap up, Calv, um, do we yep. want to tell people what our upcoming uh, road trip is in the RV? Oh, Hondo, dude, we're getting some. So you got the tickets? 
Dude, I got tickets. You need to pay me 70 bucks for them. No, you told me seven. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, dude. what? No, dude. <laughs> okay. Um, so, um, yeah, the plan is for November, chilly old November. We are taking the rig down to Capital City, Pittsburgh. Is that called Capital City? I'm sure it's a capital for someone. For someone somewhere. Yeah, we're going to Pittsburgh, and there's a podcast that we listen to. It's called The Bad Christian Podcast, and there's a bunch of bands associated with the people in the podcast. And so they're putting on this like mini conference where it's going to be basically uh, an afternoon and evening of musical delights and conference yeah, sessions be doing, and like, like a panel reading or something and a live podcast and yeah we're packing six bodies into that old rig and we're going down now we just gotta hammer out some details still like who is going to be attending we've got six tickets between two of us meaning i mean there's four lucky people out there correct it and could be you Honestly, dude, I am so pumped for this little adventure. To me, this is exactly what like the rig was designed to do. Yes, a quick little a quick little weekend trip uh, with the boys, and I'm pumped to meet a bunch of like really interesting people at this thing. Yeah, I've never been to like they do these mini conferences, I guess, or big conferences and shows, house shows, and live recordings. So I've never been to one other view. So I'm very interested to see what kind of crowd this draws yeah yeah for sure now calvin it's kind of interesting because we're pretty faithful listeners to this podcast and obviously if you're going to this then you are a faithful listener so it can't help but think it's going to just be a lot of like-minded people and i think it'll actually be a pretty small a smaller group like i think it'll feel i think it'll feel pretty good and i think the six of us from canada will like be noticed you know what i mean like we won't like sink away well, I think it's just cool because it their whole subject is very, very niche. And so if you're into that, you know, enough to like go and, and be in attendance, I feel like there's no other really like group in my life that I'm um, interested in or a part of that is that specific. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think um, the thing that I'm excited to do is kind of get there kind of mid-afternoon and i want to see if we can set up some interviews with some of the people who will who will be there if they want to come out and have a couple beers in the rv and hang out and share a meal that'd be really fun oh again it's what this rig is meant for and those guys are all roadies so they'll know they'll feel right at home in that rig yes for sure so maybe we do yeah, need we've to had get some, a couple uh, uh couple little of the upgrades ready so we can impress them yeah yeah you're right jer yikes Yikes. <laughs> I always forgot that like people need to be impressed by this thing. Yeah. You and I are probably always the most impressed by it, <laughs> even though we see it the most. That is so clear. Like, We're like rarely sitting. do we get the response we want when people walk into that thing. Like Kai and his buddies are the only people in a long time that that's happened to. Yeah, and half the group was like as expected like whoa, where's the bathroom? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah, no <laughs> Kai and his two buddies. But, yeah, uh, kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is it. Dot, dot, dot. I think the one person said, "Where's the toaster?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, how am I going to make my pop tarts? You go. Yeah. Oh, um, pop tarts. Yo, 
Um, so actually, a, a, just a really quick aside. You kept giving a thumbs up to someone off in the distance, and then there was this insane racket. What was just going on oh. in your house? It's my it? wife wanting to use the blender. Oh, what was she making? A green juice smoothie? It's just it's a, you heard it then. Oh, it was loud. So <laughs> cold busted. Like didn't work. <laughs> well, we'll see how it comes through on the audio, but I definitely That's heard great. it on this Skype call. So anyway. Fine. Anyway, so yeah, so that trip's coming up. I'm really pumped for it. It's a great way for us to find some adventure. We're taking a couple of days off work, so it's like really we're really doing it. Oh, um, I love taking work off. Like I love having to explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> going to a Pittsburgh conference. Yeah, I'm going to this weird thing in Pittsburgh with these band guys and blah blah blah. It's 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 adventure in your everyday. It's adventure in the workday. Yeah. And we're gonna put in the mobile office, so just chill. Great point. We can actually. work. We great can work. Point. So make sure in your Rogers you get some good um, cross-border data plan. Rome like home is what they call it. Yeah, Rome like home. Rome like Jerome. Anyways, for those of you listening, we hope this episode uh, was was helpful to you. As you seek to find more adventure in the everyday, find it at your work. There's things you can do to learn. Find it in the silence. There's things that you can learn about yourself from being in the quiet. And at the end of the day, get out. Go to some conference in a faraway city. And uh, you'll, you'll find some adventure guaranteed. Yeah, I think we're talking about like locking into little like find your niche. I think was kind of the, the uh, maybe the uh, brand or the, the title of this kind of podcast is find a little niche you're into and, and just pursue it. Even if it is pitting phone companies against one another to get the best deal. Someone's into something. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And uh, now what you need to do is turn this podcast off and go find some adventure.